B-A-S-C-A-L You are now rocking with that dude Pascal We be going wild Haitian in the building So, so, so original Got the haters catching feelings Get your hands up to the ceiling And keep them held high Cause St. Louis is ready Forget about it, goodbye Hold up, just saying hi Five, somebody rise up Weekdays, catch us live Somebody, let's go everybody it's monday y'all it's time to wake your ass up it's time to wake up y'all hope you guys are having a fantastic one you know what i mean got the feathers in the house you know what i'm saying uh i hope you guys had a wonderful weekend of course we're going to be doing some sort of catch up of some sort you know what i mean checking on everybody how seeing how y'all's weekends were uh mine was very very busy very very uh Packed, action-packed with all kinds of stuff going on. Uh, and of course, zh, welcome to the news. Nothing ever, ever, ever stops in the news. There's always something new going on. So we got some new stories to talk about, some things we can debate about, some breaking news, and some tragic stories, of course, as well. So we will be talking about a whole bunch of stuff today. We got a little Kanye watch. We got a little bit of police shootings um which is terrible uh we got some talk about some sports talk and we got some covid news so we got everything going on today so stick around sit down strap in get ready pull out your cup of joe or your beer or your cocktail if you're overseas you know what i'm saying and uh get ready for one hell of a show anyway uh i wanted to say what up to my brothers jack and ed what's a guan fellas Yo, how's it going, man? Your, your accent was kind of bad right there, actually. I mean, <laughs> I was, bruh, I wasn't even trying, son. Son, I wasn't even trying, bruh. Come on now. It felt like you were. I felt it in my soul oh, that God. you just did it bad, so it's cool. I just, you just slapped, I just slathered cool. a whole bunch of mayonnaise on that accent, didn't I? Why yeah, the guan, brother? It's cool. You know, do your thing. You know, it's Monday. <laughs> I hate, you. oh, I hate you. I hate you. I hate you, me too. But how you doing? How you doing, Ed? How's your day going? How's your weekend? Man, I'm, I'm good. I'm like, I want to go back to sleep, but you know, so I can't. Trust me, I feel you. Tired. You I know, feel you. Need more beauty sleep. No. <laughs> you, know, me, you need Jack a and lot I got the same more haircut, beauty sleep. You know? That's right, man. Word. Tight, tight. Shoot, we all we all balled up in this piece. What's <laughs> no, going no, on? No, no, no. Hold on. You're no, bald. no, you got. You got we hair. Just cut it low. <laughs> you got hair. You you got it. You got. I don't know what's going on. It's it's growing back though, Jack. I see it's coming back quick. It, it's quick, right? I mean, that's the thing. And I also got some sun this weekend, so now I'm just not not as pale. So the white hair doesn't blend in as well. Uh, because now I give it a little red base underneath there to kind of contrast. Ooh, so little red base. You know, <laughs> yeah, I got a little, like a little little burnt yesterday sitting in the kitty pool. Outside. So oh, I feel you. Did you have beer next to you in the kiddie pool, just like floating around in the pool. What? what? Did you have beer in the your kiddie pool, just like yes. kind of like floating around while you're just like <laughs> laid out? Yep, just chilling. It was chilling. Uh, it was a perfect day. You know, we had we had a birthday yesterday for my son. He turned seven. Yes. Uh, so we had a nice little little uh, you know just day at home and in the backyard and um, went to go mow the lawn and then uh, the lawnmower didn't start. Oh. Uh, and you know it's this is my second lawnmower that hasn't started and this is uh i you know did the normal stuff to try to make it work again no luck so i went and bought a push mower uh one of the manual ones mm-hmm. uh and you know they work okay uh but it definitely you have to 
basically mow the lawn twice. <laughs> so uh, I got a little little tired from that, and then uh, but then we we had a nice day outside in the backyard and sitting in the pool and hanging out. So Bruh. Was, yeah, that's a lot. That's Back a lot. Is burnt. That sounds like a lot. I could just I could just I could see him pushing that thing and cursing under his breath the entire thing. Frickin', 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 the entire time, bro. <laughs> yeah. I did that for, for I did that for two years. And yeah. I have really bad allergies. I did it for two years. After the second year, I was like, Manushka, I'm not doing this no more. Go ahead and call somebody. Yeah, pay, yeah. pay for it. Pay we for got, it to get done. I'm not it. doing it anymore. We just gotta pay for it it's, from it's now. It's worth on. the twenty bucks to have somebody else come over and mow a lawn. That's that's one of the things that I'm okay with. It's uh, <laughs> No kidding. Like somebody's got to come do it. I'm not doing it you, anymore. I'm good. So, so Jack, are you thinking about doing that then? Well, like, what's the story here, man? Oh, no, we got, I mean, I'm just having the kids do it. I'm going to, I'm going to have the kids yeah. just push that lawnmower now. And, uh, the youngest, uh, actually yesterday helped out a little bit. You know, I got the three-year-old working hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're starting your own sweatshop. How, t- oh, how tender, how wonderful, yeah, how bittersweet. Yeah. Start them young. And so uh, I'll see if I can put the video up uh, uh, now that I don't have a, another backdrop behind me. Uh, and you can see my, my youngest pushing a lawnmower. That's what's up. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, I mean, I, I pay to see that. Good underwater photos yesterday, too. So, yeah, I don't know. Can you, can you see that? Oh, that- look at that. Uh, yes. <laughs> She's a beast. Working hard. Yeah. Look at that already. Does that does Already. how do, how does that thing work? Does it really work well? It's just like a you know, yeah. I mean, the faster you walk, the faster those blades spin. Uh, so, you know, they weren't spinning that fast when she was pushing it, but <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, if I get going and go nice little steady pace, uh, I mean, I don't want to put my fingers in there. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and they, those blades, I mean, they got a whole bunch of blades in there, and they're pretty sharp. That's what's up. That's what's so, up. Okay. Well, I'm glad you uh, got to go, you know, back to your roots with the, with the lawn mowing, you know what I'm yeah. saying? With, with your garden care, with landscaping, uh, because that's a throwback, bro. That's a throwback. <laughs> Let me just say that. That is a huge throwback. Um, but anyway, uh, man, Jack, you the, you the weatherman on the show. So we definitely, yeah. we have definitely got to talk real quick about these two hurricanes that are coming like back to back yo like wow like one two punch right i think a lot of people are saying the one two punch what is going on with this ish man speak on it brother wait hold on one second okay well gonna hit florida uh no they're in the golf they're gonna hit louisiana Uh, and texas apparently uh which is a big concern you know obviously because of uh their levees and things that are there that have been reconstructed and stuff like that so the first one that's coming through is supposed to be like a category one uh, when it when it hits land, and it's going to bring like three to six feet of uh, storm surge uh, along the coast, which is a lot, um, and then have additional rainfall for the first like you know 48 hours of up to another 10 inches of rain. Uh, and so the flooding, the like, inland that's going to happen is going to definitely be there. Uh, and then like uh, within uh, 48 hours of that one making landfall, the second one's supposed to like come up behind it, and they expect it to be a category three at that point in time. Uh, so, and then that's going to be bringing seven to 10 feet of storm surge with it. Um, and then could drop another two feet of rain in places. Uh, so it's going to be wet. And so they want that rain in California right now. 
Isn't that messed up that like how one part of the U.S. can yeah. be on fire and the other place is going to be underwater? I was just about to uh, say that, man. That's so crazy, yeah. right? One side of the world is on fire. The other one is about to get just just doused with water. I mean, it's, it's about to yeah. get really nasty on, on two different sides of parts of the, the country. It's, it's insane, man. It's yeah. really insane. And so they were saying that uh, within Louisiana there, because of the way that these – like originally they thought maybe it was going to make landfall in Houston – and stuff, but I guess the trajectory didn't get as strong to keep on going like towards Texas. So uh, it's staying within the, the, the like the wind stream or whatever. So it's going towards Louisiana. Now wow. both paths having it to where multiple days later it shows up all that rain here in Missouri. Uh, so we're going to see the impact of these storms. Uh, you know, li- at least our way that we do with a little bit of winds and rain and stuff. Um, but down there, you know, they reconstructed that levee that broke um, from Katrina, right? But then there was other levees that were still around, you know, New Orleans and, and other coastal areas in Louisiana that are just as old and, you know, needed maintenance and things like that. So that's one concern. The other one is saying that because it is a one-two punch, as you said, that first storm comes in, people that get stranded mm-hmm. uh, from the rains and stuff, they've said that because of the amount of rains and wind that's going to happen, they can't send in, like, medevac, like, helicopters and things like that. Yeah. So they, they're just basically telling residents that for... Uh, the first 72 hours that they are going to be on their own. Uh, so, you know, if you're stranded in your, in, right. at your home with, with high rains, if you're stuck in a car someplace, like emergency vehicles are going to have a really tough time getting out to, to help people. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. This is yeah. that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. That's Long so story scary. short, that's that's bad and scary. And then you said that the um, the first hurricane is supposed to swoop up through the midwest area when is that supposed to be what when do they when do they say they're predicting that it's going to be up near um, the missouri area like in the midwest and missouri area yeah i mean that's uh it, it's, it could be a couple of days i mean it's usually that you know within once it hits landfall those first couple of days it depends on how fast the storm's moving so it could be two days it could be three days before it makes it here um but like so it's marco and laura are the two different storms uh, I guess as of four hours ago, Marco's been downgraded to a tropical storm. Okay. Um, That's and, good. But Laura is still set to become a hurricane. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. What, um, what's sad is that, like, Louisiana has already been hit before. Katrina got rocked. You know what I'm saying? And then, and then Houston got rocked a few years before, too. And it's like, man, the path that they say it's going to go, man, they're about to get rocked again. It's so terrible. Mm-hmm. We ain't ready for this right now. We don't. We ain't got time for this, man. We got. We got plagues going on. We got. I'm telling you, you know what I'm saying. There's some crazy stuff going on that we ain't ready for this right now. Dang, dang, y'all. Well, all I can say is, you know, my 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 prayers are going to. I'm saying this to Mother Nature. Please be kind to us. You know what I mean. Please be kind to us. Please. Man, please, hopefully oh, please. it just breaks up and turns into a tropical storm. Man, hopefully, man, yeah. I, I hope it all just is just one big old tropical storm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm hoping for. But at the same time, I've already yeah. said this before too. Man, Mother Nature's angry as hell right now. She's been she talking is. to us a lot lately. Okay, she's not, she not happy. We had a fire tornado last weekend. Do you understand that happened last weekend, son? That was last weekend, y'all. A fire tornado. Now we got two hurricanes. <laughs> Bruh, we got two hurricanes up in this piece on their way towards American soil. Again. 
Just saying. Last week. I'm just saying. Remember last week? Last mm. weekend. We in the last Monday. We talked about this fire tornado. This Monday, two hurricanes. What's going on? What is going on? Holy God, man! Woo. Okay. Well, <clears throat> Mother Nature, yeah. I'm sorry on behalf of the rest of the world. I'm just going to speak on behalf of the rest of the world. We are sorry whatever we did. Oh, God, whatever we did, please be kind to us. Please. We've had enough already. Just, 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 just tranquilo. Clearly, she, she's tired of us. I mean, she's, she's trying to take us out, bro. She's done. She's, she's done like, with us and our foolishness. Yeah. She's like, look, I'm ready for y'all to go. See, I've had this pandemic of humans on me for so long. I'm just trying to get rid of it. Yeah, man. It's crazy. It is crazy. So, oh, man. Fingers crossed that everything stays, starts to calm down. Because um, we don't need any more of this stuff. Real talk. But we got to jump into this other breaking story, which is very interesting. For all you parents out there, as we already know, school has started. Uh, a lot of school has started today. Um, and a lot of people are doing virtual learning but guess what some bad news man i got some bad news i'm sorry for y'all i'm really sorry for all y'all but this is something very interesting that has to do this has to do with zoom mm -hmm. guess what zoom is experiencing outages right now as we speak oh, um, makes sense. so uh <laughs> yeah zoom has reported partial outages for its video service just before 9 a.m eastern time today uh, and they said in a the company said in a statement, we have received uh, reports of users being unable to uh, visit Zoom website and unable to start and join Zoom meetings and webinars. We currently we are currently investigating and will provide updates as we have them. So they're continuing to work on fixing this issue. But right now, apparently a lot of people are having issues with getting in and being able to either download or be able to just jump in and do what they need to do. So all you kids out there that are sitting there going, uh, or for actually for all you parents out there that are sitting there going, my kid's lying, my kid's lying, he just doesn't want to go to school today. No, Zoom is down. Zoom is down. You can just tell him that Uncle Pascal told you, told him to tell you that it's just down. So they're trying uh, to figure it out. Joke's but that's on what you. It is. Jokes, jokes on you. Jokes they still on have me. homework they got to do. They still have Facts. homework they have to do, not on Zoom. So True. they still got to do work. They don't get out the work. True. I mean, I'm just, saying, I'm just saying in regards to them having to attend them classes via Zoom, and they're sitting there going, why are you playing Fortnite right now, son? Well, Uncle Pascal told me that Zoom is down right now. You're going to have a bunch of parents. I know. <laughs> I'm going to get a million Take emails. DMs, not happy with you. How dare you yeah. lie to us? How dare you? How dare you lie to us? Anyway, yeah, um, Ed, Caden starts starts uh, virtual learning today, right? Yeah, he does. How's, how's he? He start virtual learning today. Uh, he had um, a meeting with his classmates and teacher uh, at 830. Um, I think it only lasted 30 minutes, so they might have gotten off before everything like kind of like went down with Zoom. <clears throat> it's only yeah, East Coast using in the U.S. that's having issues, though. East um, Coast, okay. <clears throat> So, so we were probably okay then. Then you're good. Um, so they're using Canvas, uh, which uh, everybody probably knows what Canvas. Canvas and Blackboard are one and the same. So um, I used Blackboard in college. Right now it seems like Canvas is the more popular of the two. Uh, but they're using Canvas. And uh, basically they told us, like, hey, 
I mean, it sounds like college. Basically, it's like if, if you, you're going to get work every day. You need to make sure you get the work done and turn it in. If you don't turn it in, you will fall behind. If you wait till the end of the week to do all the work, it will pile up and you will fall behind. Yeah. So that's, that's why I was saying, like, yeah, if, even if they don't um, have the little their little Zoom meeting, if Zoom is down, they still have work they have to do. And they said they're getting worked every single day. And Her it needs day. to be turned in. And you need to make sure it gets turned in or you'll fall behind. It'll just, it'll just pile up and then you'll just start kind of drowning in the work that you have to catch up on. Man. So, but Man, oh, man. Um, but, yeah, he, don't, he doesn't play video games during the school year. He only plays video games oh, over the weekend during the school year because right he has he class has and then yeah. basketball and all this stuff. So he really doesn't have time. He's got, res- so. he's got other responsibilities for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, speaking of uh, basketball, why don't we jump into sports right now and talk about all that? Because there's a lot going on, Ed. So he got the sports, you know. Sports. It's, it's time to so uh, we can start sports. with uh, the NFL's false positives. Come on, um, man. They uh, actually had uh, 77 false positives um, here in, what was it, last week. Oh, my God. I had the story pulled up, and it straight disappeared on me. It happens, man. Um, 77 false positives. Comes, uh, it came back. It come to find out that uh, BioReference is the company that's doing the COVID testing and for the NFL. And uh, they had a, uh, they have five labs around the country uh, that process the league's daily test. And the New Jersey lab was the one that had these false positives come out. And it's, uh, it was an isolated contamination during uh, test preparation. Mm. So um, they have since gone back and they have retested all 77 players and they have all tested negative for COVID. Um, which it could have been really bad because... Um, there were three teams that were hit harder than any of the other teams. The Minnesota mm-hmm. Vikings had 12 players test positive. The New York Jets had 10 players test positive. They're not making the playoffs anyways, but you know. <laughs> they had 10 players to test positive. Yeah. And the Chicago Bears had nine players test positive. So, um, I mean, as you can you can guess, like it, it created immediate like just like panic. Like, oh my God, we had 77. Freaking yeah. positive test. That's heavy, um, man. Um, the Bills' uh, starting quarterback actually—he was one of the one of the seventy-seven that uh, tested positive. I don't even know who their backup quarterback is. So if he would have been out for a prolonged period of time, that that could have been bad. Um, he did have to miss Sunday's practice because of this negative, this false positive, false positive. test. Uh, but he has since been able to come back to uh, uh, resume practice. So, um, uh, but. And yeah, so they're they're just gonna retest, test all the people, and they're just gonna go back to their the quick responses. Hopefully, this it, this doesn't happen again. Cause we don't need people going crazy. I personally don't even think they're gonna finish the NFL season. I mean, I think it's gonna start, and I think knock on wood, it, it's just gonna take one superstar player like Patrick Mahomes or Russell Wilson or Lamar Jackson. To get it. To get COVID, and they're going to be like, yo, shut it down. Mm. Shut it down. Because, like, I mean, those are the fa- those are the faces of the NFL. Like, if one of those, get, if one of those guys gets it, then it, it's, it's, that's a serious problem. So, I mean, I, I would love to have a full NFL season. I love fantasy football. But if it doesn't happen, I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. I'm, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. You know, I, so. I, 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 you know, the thing is, is that, like, they're not practicing the – they're, they're, they don't happen to be practicing the bubble thing at all, right? They're yeah, not doing that too, at all. Too many people. That's like, 
between less than point a thousand and fifteen hundred people. That's a that would be a lot of people. Because you got to think, an NFL roster has fifty three people on it, and that's not coaches and staff right. and stuff like that. So, and then now you have what thirty of those teams. So that that's a, that's a lot of people. But if you think about it, they got a lot of monies. They could do something like that. If they really wanted to, they really could do it. They could accomplish that. I'm not sitting here saying that it's just easy all the time. I'm not sitting here, oh, that, you know, just throw some money on it and be fine. No, I'm not saying that. But if there's a will, there's most definitely a way. They're doing that with hockey. They're doing that with, with basketball. I know it's much smaller teams and everything and smaller staff and everything. But at the same time, they're still doing it. So if they yeah. really had to, they could do it. They could take that approach. You see what I'm saying? I, I feel yeah. like, and that's the same thing I feel about with uh, baseball as well. I mean, there's so many false starts. They'll get started, and then somebody, you know, six or seven of their teammates get sick, and then they got to start all over again. You, you see what I'm saying? Even the Cardinals are, are doing, right now, just talking about the Cardinals, they're doing everything they, they can to squeeze as many games mm-hmm. in the very short amount of time that they have left mm-hmm. to be able to be qualified to get into the playoffs. It's insane. It's insane. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work just so you can play during this time. I still think no matter what, like, you know, in regards to like the Stanley Cup and whatnot, I still think that this year, you know, this win should be an asterisk. Asterisk. That's just me. That's just me. I feel like it's COVID year. You know what I mean? This is the time, the period of during the period of Rona, there should be a star next to it. That's just my my thoughts. That's my personal thoughts on it. And that, I feel like that's the same thing when it comes to all the other sports. So I, I feel you. I feel you. But, you know, I'm, I'm a huge basketball fan, so I've been watching a lot of NBA. Uh, I actually like it better like this. I mean, there's no, there's no home crowd. Like, I mean, because that, that home crowd plays a, a big – it plays – it affects the game. The home crowd can affect the game. It really can because you, you get energy from that and all that. You get energy from them and all that. And it's like, now there's no home crowd. you got to affect your own energy. Now it's just like, are you playing Are you playing well? Are you playing your best basketball at this time? Hmm. Um, I mean, over the weekend, we did see two sweeps. Um, Boston swept the Philadelphia 76ers out of there. I think they're going to fire their coach and get a new coach because this can't keep – this keeps happening. They have too much talent. Too much talent every year. They're getting knocked out. I mean, last last year, kind of unfortunate. Kawhi hit that shot that bounced multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, you see the Toronto Raptors just kind of just beat on the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets have just been decimated with injuries. So, uh, uh, Katie obviously out with the Achilles. Kyrie Irving out with the shoulder. So, I mean, they didn't. Carrius uh, Levert, he can't really carry load on his own. He didn't really have much help. So, you kind of knew that was going to happen. Um, and then. Um, I think one of the more surprising series is uh, Denver is down three games to one. Utah, Utah is the sixth seed. Denver is the three seed. Um, Denver was a team that a lot of people were talking about that could make could make it to the Eastern Con- the Western Conference Finals, but they have literally had no answer for Donovan Mitchell, who's averaging damn near fifty <laughs> here in the playoffs. I mean, he had fifty-seven in the first game. He had like I think he had like forty something in the second game, which they won. He had 50, 51 last night. He's just been kind of like, just like, hey, get on my back. I got you guys. Mm. Go ahead and get on my back. I'm going to go ahead and carry you guys into the next round of playoffs. And then, um, actually, the more surprising game uh, yesterday, which very surprising, the Dallas Mavericks uh, 
went up two games to two. Well, it was it's two, tied the series two games two against the Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. Um, their second best player, Christos Porzingis, aka the Unicorn, he was out with knee soreness. He was like, you you turn on the game, you think, and you're going to see him. They were like, oh no, he's been scratched, so he's sitting on the bench. So he's out with knee soreness. So now Luca kind of had to put put things on his put the team on his back, and you're like, oh, they're about to get blown out. Like, yeah. there's no way they're gonna the Clippers are at full strength. They're about to get blown out. Luca ends up winning the game on a buzzer beating three, and they, they tie the series two games to oh granted. He also has a severely sprained left ankle. He played on a bad wheel and he uh he had forty three. I think I believe he had a triple double last night. He had forty three and like seventeen rebounds and like thirteen assists. He balled out. So that game that game's probably gonna go to distance. So um I think like with the NBA playoffs and the NHL playoffs, I think like it kinda I mean, I, I, I think it kind of evens the playing field. Like, it is like, are you playing your best? Are you playing your best hockey right now? Are you playing your best basketball right now? I mean, the, the whole the crowd cannot affect the game like it, they usually do. And it's really just about your players. It's about your players. It's about your team. It's about coaching. So, um, but, yeah, I mean, we're it's, it's chugging along here. Um, my Lakers went up two games to one against Portland because I was about to – I was about to go crazy. Okay, <laughs> I was about to start breaking stuff. Yeah, I, heard. Like, I, I am a diehard. I mean, Caden kind of gets it for me. I'm a diehard Lakers fan. Like I bleed purple and gold. So if they would have went down two games, to, two games to one against Portland, <laughs> yeah, I would have freaked out. Serenity now. Oh, I would have oh, freaked out. It's funny because I would have had, had to use this breathe app on my, my Apple uh, Watch for the first time ever. Yeah, well, if you did, you know that deep breaths, a minute of deep breaths helps with your concentration. Did you know that? I'm sorry, my, my breathe app always comes on telling me like, "Hey, breathe." You know, uh, do you know that if you do this, it'll help with your concentration like and everything? Exactly. <laughs> just hyperventilate. Just, just, just hyperventilate. We probably should tell him to breathe. Yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Wait. 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 Breathe again. Breathe again. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> crazy though um extra sports unless you had any questions but no um there was something that uh mr t12 sent us something um last week that we we didn't really get to cover and it was about the um the altercation that happened jack remember when we were talking mm-hmm. about this altercation thing and i know that you had a little bit of the backstory on it because i didn't know i still to this day don't know anything about it but we do have the video of it i just don't know the backstory of it before i start putting something out like that. You know what I'm saying? So they won, right? And so everyone was going to onto court to celebrate. And then the um was it I guess he's the general manager, Masai General Jure. manager. Yeah, I didn't say the owner, but the uh, general yeah, the general 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 manager uh you know went to go on, get on the court to celebrate with everybody. And as he was walking behind the bench, he like went to go and he taken out his credential, you know, lanyard. And with that one of the I guess security guards, uh, uh, you know, basically put his hand out and like shoved him back a little bit as he was walking up, mm-hmm. and uh, then like the guy was like, "What?" And he's like, you know, shows him his credentials more and like starts coming up, and I guess they exchange words, uh, and you know, they that they, they as he started to go back again, the and then the, somebody else from the bench, you know, started tapping the uh, security officer on the on the shoulder, being like, "No, no, he's he's good." Wow. Uh, and but then like the security officer ended up filing something against him and saying that like 
from the shove or from their altercation that he hurt his shoulder and his um, and his back this and is, like this, all and all this different stuff. Wait, so They're this like, is what you the, watch this video. This is what the this is what the the security guard said. The security yes. guard said he was hurt. Okay. Yes. And then we got yes. and we do of course the 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 body cam footage has been released, so we do have that. Um, so continue, Jack. I just wanted to yeah. be able but like to they, say so that. they went back and forth, and eventually, then he was he was let onto the court or whatever. But you know, but they had that little showdown, um, and <laughs> which was like completely unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, show it because it, it shows yeah. the. I'm gonna we're gonna show you the how footage. Plays out. I'm just gonna turn you down for a second, guys. So we're gonna check out this. That should be very interesting. I just didn't know the story behind it. To be really honest, I just I knew about it. I knew that it was like basically saying that a uh, man was the dude was lying or something like that, and because of this footage, um, which is funny because this is very fitting to what um, to what we are going to talk about here very very shortly as far as one of our top stories of the day. So uh, it's perfect timing for this. Hold on one second, guys. All right, here we go. There is new video evidence that we are seeing this morning coming into play in a lawsuit a security guard launched last year against Raptors president Masai Ujiri. You remember that shoving match at last year's NBA match. Well, Michael Serapio is looking at all of this for us, the new video mm-hmm. and its new meaning maybe and impact in this case. Yeah, absolutely, because we're talking about a case in the tens of thousands of dollars U.S. here. As you say, Heather, the security guard really adapted deputy sheriff that was hired to do security oh. at the Oracle Center deputy in sheriff. Oakland, California. Game six. As you know, of course, the Raptors being in Golden State. Huge moment for the franchise. So you, you Masai Ujiri wanted to make his way to the court but was stopped. And take a look at what this new video shows up. Because if you take a look to the left of the screen, that is the sheriff that was circled in red there. Coming on the right side, again now circled, is uh, Ujiri himself making his way. And as the two approach each other, it is not Ujiri who shoves the deputy First, but you see right there, the deputy shoves Ujiri not once but twice before Ujiri responds Whoa. with a shove back of his own. In fact, if you take a close look, a uh, uh, close look rather of what happened, Ujiri was trying to get his credentials from his suit jacket to prove he had a right to be on the court to celebrate with his team. But even before he could do that, well, the sh- uh, deputy sheriff was already grabbing his jacket lapel, pushing him back. Take a close-up look and take a listen as well. That's ridiculous. Now, I don't know if it was very clear, but Ujiri was stating he was the president of, of the Toronto Raptors there. Wow. He looked incredulous that this was happening. Again, pushed not just once, but twice. And this does seemingly back up the claim that Masai Ujiri is making in a document to the California courts. Because in it, he says, it was the sheriff's deputy, Alan Strickland, who started the incident, after which bystanders intervened, got Ujiri on the court with his team. <laughs> now, we should note, again, Strickland and his wife are suing the Raptors president for 75 thousand dollars u.s they're suing for general and punitive damages uh but now this video first shared by the local fox station in the bay area so certainly people in the oakland and san francisco area know now this vantage point because of this body camera and now this video also confirmed by cbc news heather wow what about the the raptors now michael are they uh 
reacting to the new video at all? Uh, well, they are standing firm. Take a look at the statement from the franchise themselves. This is what they have to say. We have always maintained that the claims made against Maasai are baseless and entirely without merit. We believe this video evidence shows exactly that Maasai was not an aggressor, but instead was the recipient of two very violent, unwarranted actions. So all this going on as the proceedings continue in this civil suit uh, between the deputy sheriff and the president of uh, the Raptors, but of course going to play a big part in the case now and we'll keep following it other okay. wow um that is that is nuts um mm -hmm. because the th like what was crazy and first off shout out to mr t12 for uh sending this to us um i really appreciate it we didn't get a chance to cover it last week so i'm glad we're able to talk about it now okay so here it is um the one thing that doesn't make sense to me at all is that um Masai had the credentials he was not like just some avid fan going out onto the, the court. He was there. I mean, shoot, president of the of the team and all that. I mean, come on now. Like, why did why did the deputy sheriff have to feel like he had to get all like handsy on the dude when all he was doing was pulling out his credentials? Like, what's the big deal? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then, of course, on top of that, for him to sit there and try to lie to to say that, oh, I got all this, all these injuries from what? <laughs> Nothing happened to you, bro. He's like he, way bigger than Masai. That's a uh -huh. big, that's homeboy, a big dude. homeboy didn't do nothing. Like he thing. has a bulletproof vest on, too. So yeah, like. he he was ready for he was ready for anything, man. He was ready for anything. He didn't he, he didn't do anything like Masai just was the one who was he's the one who should be sitting there going, oh, I got, you know. I got some injuries if you wanted to, if you really wanted yeah. to say anything. But he ain't going to do that. He got things, you know, he's living his best life. Like, he's doing good. Why yeah. would you do something like that to the dude and then try to lie about it? Extend, yeah. try to extend it so that you can make some money off of it? The hell is wrong with you? That's some trash, man. People like that just I, anger me so much, man. I, I got a question. Shoot. Because I, I, know, I know how Lakers fans are. I know how we are. You know, we don't really like to lose. You know, we're spoiled by winning. But do you think, possibly, I'm not trying to be funny, do you think possibly he could have been, like, salty, an upset Warriors uh -huh. fan? He's a Warriors from the Bay. Mm -hmm. He might be a Warriors fan. They did lose in kind of, like, I guess you can maybe put an asterisk next to that Toronto championship because literally their whole, like, starting lineup was hurt. So it was kind of like Steph was just running around out there by himself. I'm like, maybe he was he was an upset Warriors fan. He was like, I mean, Masai wow. is a very recognizable face in the NBA. Like you see, he's went from general manager to team general manager in Denver that put together this like fabulous Denver team to the team president in Toronto and putting together this team for Toronto that went and won a championship. So I mean, I, I mean, and plus, like you said, he has credentials. Mm -mm. Like he's literally. He was pulling it out. Now, now, here's the thing. Now, here's the here's the other thing I want to point out. Okay. Um, now, I understand that if you're being security, you're trying to make sure that not nobody just goes up onto the court and starts acting a fool on the players. It could have been a disgruntled uh, fan that felt some type of way. You know how it is. You know how people be betting on teams and stuff, and they lose. They lose their minds. So it could be that could be part of it. The part push number one, I understand to a certain extent. And I'm just playing devil's advocate on this side. Here it is. As you see 
on the body cam footage, he didn't fully pull out his lanyard yet. It was still in his it was still hidden behind his his jacket as he's walking right by him. You see what I'm saying? He didn't bother to pull it all the way out and say something. You know what I mean? So, so with that being said, with that being said, you didn't see the full lanyard. He didn't see it. So he's going to shove him with the quickness. Like, what? what? I don't see anything. What is that? I can understand that part to a certain extent. He didn't have to shove the dude. He could have just put his arm out and said, hey, what are you doing, man? What's up? What you doing? So I'm not justifying his push, but I can understand him maybe stopping him and going, can I see the full thing? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't see it. So that's one of them. Two, then he says, I'm like, he's showing him the lanyard and saying, hey, you know, this is my team. We just won. And he shoves him again. What is that for? Until then, finally, Masai pushes him back. You know what I'm saying? Finally. Because he was just like, I've had enough of this. This is BS. And it's funny how the, the guy, there was another guy who reached over, like climbed over chairs to go, yo, 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 that's, he's with us. Hold up. And then he, gra- he grabbed him, dragged him some other way, and he got onto the, onto, the, uh, onto the court to celebrate with his team. But other than that, I mean, I understand that the first initial reaction is any dude can wear a suit. Any dude can get a, 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 a tag thingy, you know, like a lanyard that looks like. But right. once the person goes, hey, this is my ID, these are my credentials, I am such and such, then you let the man go. You don't keep shoving him. The hell's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Some of these, some of these cops, man, I'm telling you, some of these cops are just so filled with all this, like, testosterone and just want to be cowboys all the time, man. You know? Thank you, Jesus, for body cam footage. Thank you, yeah. Jesus, for cameras. These are the moments when it's like you need these cameras to tell the stories. It's the biggest weapon we got right now, man. You know what I'm saying? Hence the reason why I'm, say- I'm saying that for a reason, because it's about something else that we're about to jump in here very, very shortly. But... Thank God for body cam footage, because now we got the point of view. And that showed that dude's ass. That showed the sheriff's ass, man. The whole ass, ass, man. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, y'all. Like, I mean, and what he think is like, like you, you're in Oracle Arena. Like, yeah, Oracle Arena. You don't think there's cameras lining the entire arena? You don't think there there are cameras in the arena? Like, like something wasn't going to pick that up? You don't think people, like, in the arena that were there for, like, oh, yeah, I'm witnessing, like, the a first-time ever champion is going to have their phones out trying to record, like, what's going on on the on the court? Like, he, he didn't think about that. And he, he tried to lie. He got caught in a lie. And now he looks like a jackass. Yeah. Right. So, but before we move on, I know we're about to move on to another topic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got one hot take. Okay, one hot take. One Shoot. hot take. Shoot. One. The Miami Heat, who are getting ready to sweep the Indiana Pacers, the Miami Heat have a very, very good chance of knocking out the Milwaukee Bucks, who are the number one overall seed. You heard it here first. There we go. Very good chance. I, I, I would say they have like a like like a like a sixty percent chance of beating them. I say sixty because Milwaukee might get it together. They're not looking real good, but I'm just saying. Miami Heat, they have a really good chance. It's a really good team down there, in Miami. Right on. So, Right on. Uh, so you heard it here first. Ed's hot take. 
my hot take. Yes, yes. Sports. Okay. Moving on. We got to jump into this because it's one of our top stories and we got to dive into this. This is a deep dive kind of conversation. It's important because there's a lot of things that are going on in Wisconsin, especially in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin's on fire right now, guys. Uh, Riots in Kenosha are just getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Uh, There is footage out there, which I'll try to show throughout this conversation of the riots and the protests that are going on in Kenosha right now. Uh, As we speak, shout out to Tano Vane. He just emailed this to me. Um, There is a state of emergency uh, has been uh, declared in Kenosha over the the shooting of Jacob Blake. Um, And we're going to show you guys the footage, um, the basically not surveillance, but um, a bystander's video of what happened uh, during this whole shooting with Jacob Blake. But, um, you know, large crowds are gathering outside of the Kenosha police station and protesters are clashing with the police um, at the scene of the officer involved shooting. So where uh, Jacob Blake was actually shot. Um, there's a lot of the pieces that are not fully explained here. It, there's, they're still trying to get stories, uh, pieces of the puzzle together to make a more concise and more cohesive uh, uh, story in regards to what happened and why uh, Jacob Blake was shot. Um, I am going to show you guys um, the footage of the bystanders video uh, that was shown of Jacob Blake being shot. Um, I, now, the thing is, is that uh, this is a full on trigger warning. Um, I'm going to I'm only going to play a little bit of it. Um, but at the same time, I want you guys to see what's going on so that we can actually talk about it a little bit further. Now, a little bit of a backstory behind it. Um, Jacob Blake was Allegedly, this is from the stories. This is all hearsay still. Uh, Jacob Blake was trying to stop a fight between two women. Cops came up to answer to a domestic violence uh, call that was made in regards to this fight that was going on outside of I don't know whose home, but it was going on outside of somebody's home. I'm I'm assuming it was Jacob Blake's home. Um, They pulled up and the rest obviously there's a big chunk that's missing here. So we're only seeing from when we only have the story from when this particular person press record. So let's check this out. All right. Uh, That's as much as I'm going to go. Obviously, that's way more than enough uh, to get the general idea of what's going on. Now, as you can see, Jacob Blake, uh, it seems like he had gotten up. I guess he was on the floor. He was on the ground somehow, or maybe he was picking something up. I don't know, because obviously we don't see anything on what's on going on on the other side of the car. But from what I gather, he, he was getting up. A police officer's gun was drawn at very close range uh, to Jacob Blake. He walks around the car. He opens up his driver's side door. A cop is following him very, very closely. He opens up the driver's side car. I guess he was trying to get into the car. Cop pulls on his shirt. 
and pulls the trigger seven times in close range in his back. Right now, he is in critical condition right now as we speak. Um, you know, this is something that we got to talk about, guys, um, because there was another incident that happened this weekend as well in regards to uh, Trayford Pellerin, uh, a man who was wielding a knife that was shot multiple times, way more times than Jacob Blake, uh, which is something that I'm going to be talking about here probably later on tonight in a, or in a pop-up video in regards to him being shot because he, he was holding a knife. Um, but this is a situation where this man was walking into his car. Now, there's a lot of people that will sit there and go, he could have gone, he could have gone into the, the car to pull out a gun. He could have gone into the car to pull a weapon. You name it, anything is possible in regards to that. And I understand that piece. But at the same time, I want to point something out. In the video, apparently, not in the video, but apparently before the sh guns, the sh shots were fired, the uh, mother or the wife, I guess the girlfriend of Jacob Blake was screaming, saying that there were kids in the car. There were kids sitting in the back seat of this car, witnessing all of that, by the way. A cop shooting him in the back at point-blank range seven times. I'm going to throw it out to you guys. I want to hear what your thoughts are in regards to this. I can understand why people are angry right now. If you're seeing this video and you're from Kenosha, I understand your rage. I understand your anger. There's a lot of questions out there that need to be answered. But I want to hear your thoughts on this. What are your thoughts, guys? Comment down below. Let me know what you think about this. Was that excessive? Was that necessary? Comment down below. I'm going to throw it over to the guys. What do you guys think on this? I mean, it's just devastating. Um, I, just, I was reading the story and said that his three sons were in the back uh, seat. So you know, they just watched. And I, I guess right now that he's in critical condition yes. and uh, is still alive. Yes, he uh, is. But they just watched their father be shot in the back. You know, um, there's got to be other ways to be able to, you know, stop somebody from if you if you ask them not to go in their car or something like that. There's stun guns. There's tasers. Uh, maybe just some hands-on uh, type of restraint as opposed to immediately deciding that everything's a threat. Um, I feel for his family, uh, I mean, for those kids, I mean, that's going to be, that's trauma for the rest of their lives. Um, especially if, and even more so if their father dies. Um, mm -hmm. but you know, I, I don't know, you know, exactly what was being told to him, why they originally pulled the gun onto him. Um, you know, there, there must've been something big, you know, like either you know, words or things like that that were going on to cause them to draw their guns that early. Right. Um, or was it basically just saying, Hey, stay where you are. I mean, maybe he was going to p go put the, the keys into the ignition to turn the car on for the kids. Like who, like, I don't, like, we just don't know. Uh, I hope that he survives and then is able to provide his side of the story. Mm -hmm. Um, or I want to see if there's actually a body cam footage from that, that can, that shows the audio from the altercation. Mm -hmm. Um, that's an outrage, though, and understandably, that's why people are in protest, and uh, it's a, it's another bad situation. Ed, 
<clears throat> um, I'm like, I'm right now. I'm thinking about the kids hmm. because, I mean, obviously, as a kid, like you, you're you're taught that the police are supposed to protect us, or are supposed to protect you. I mean, if something bad happens, you call the police, and they're supposed to come and they're supposed to fix it. I mean, you gotta think what what do the kids like? What is their view gonna be of the police from now on? Mm-hmm. I mean, like they're gonna be. This is what they're gonna remember for the rest of their lives. I mean, I don't know how old the kids were. I mean, I would I would assume they're probably a little bit smaller, they're younger. Yeah, uh, probably younger than Caden, if I had to guess. Um, but it's like, what are how how are they? How is this gonna? play in their minds as they grow up how are they going to feel towards the police as they grow up from now on because they just watched their dad get shot seven times word um (laughs) i i pray that yeah he's currently in critical condition i I pray that they can stabilize him so like you said we can hear his side of the story but like why why is the gun even out like why 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 is the gun out why is the taser not out instead like i know that's that like it's on the belt why is the taser not out instead why isn't that the first thing that you grab for yeah i guess don't get i mean how many and there were like i couldn't count but there were like multiple police officers there right there was like four i think three four uh, there was a lot i mean quite a bit and it only seemed like there was only one person literally trying to stop him from getting to the car yeah i just don't i mean why why were you the only one trying to stop him from getting? Why was everybody else just kind of like standing around to seem yeah. like they were going to let him go? I just don't. I mean, like you said, there are so many other sides to this, and like we need body cam footage. But like I, right now, I really like feel really bad for the kids because you got to think they're going to be traumatized. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to probably like affect. This is going to affect them for the rest of their lives. You know, it's it's funny because uh, I'm in the world now where I'm so desensitized from these kind of images now because I mean this is what we do. This is what we do. I mean, this is what I do. This is what the show covers. We cover the news. We cover things that are going on. So I see a lot of these kind of, kind of videos and they don't really, I mean, I'm desensitized from it because it happens so often. That should say something first off. But second, the only time that I really got upset was when I found out that there were kids in the car. That's when I started getting upset. There's a lot of things when you look at the, the video, there's a lot of things that are playing against both sides of the spectrum. So I'm going to look at them in that way real quick. Number one, why didn't Jacob comply? Why didn't he just comply? Why didn't he just put him, him go down on the ground or do what they asked him to do? They got guns drawn on you. What makes you want to get up and go to your car, your driver's side car? I know a lot of people are going to sit there. A lot of people on one side is going to say that. I'm just going to say that out loud. And that's logic. That's logic. You got a gun gun drawn to you. What makes you get up and walk towards your driver's side door of your car not complying? That's number one. That's question number one, okay? But then you look at the other side. So my question to them is this. Why couldn't you just take him down? Why couldn't you physically take him down? Why couldn't you use a taser? Why couldn't you, you see what I'm saying? Why must you pull, like you could have holstered the gun. If he started going towards his driver's side door, you let him go to the car, man. You let him go to the driver's side door. You let him open the door. 
You thought that your gun was going to do enough by pointing at it, it, it at him. Why didn't you just physically, like one, holster the gun and just take him down? Now, I understand everybody's scared. But trust me, I understand about knees on necks and, and certain uh, chokeholds and everything. I get that. But there, you, have, you have, what, four, four police officers against one man. It looked like there was no physical altercation before he walked around the car to open the driver's side door. So what the heck? Then you pull the trigger. Like, here it is. You pull the trigger. Not once, but seven times at close range. Wasn't one enough? It was going to be like that? Why must you pull the like, bye, 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 bye. Like, why, why did, what? So then, see, that's what I'm saying. It just doesn't make any sense. I get that he did not comply. I get that he got up and he walked around. But what makes you think that with a car filled with kids that he would go and get his gun thinking that he's a cowboy too? If he even had a gun in there, which I doubt he did. Man, this man could have been getting up to put the car on, to, to turn the AC on for his kids. You never know. The possibilities are endless. Or maybe he was getting into his car to turn the car off. The possibilities are endless. But there's a lot of questions on both sides that go, why didn't he comply? And why did they have to use their guns like that in such an, ex an excessive force? These are the reasons why there are protests out there. The protests that make sense because some of them don't. But these are the reasons why that there are protests like this happening right now. Because they're tired of seeing people policemen shooting unarmed men in the back seven times yo seven i don't know i don't know why you need seven, to shoot seven times neither do i i don't get it i don't once get wasn't it. enough yeah i see, mean if I, see I, what I, i'm I've saying never been shot before but one shot i'm shooting you shoot me once i'm be like oh, i'm done 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 so i'm done like, okay. i'm good you like, win I, I don't want no more i'm good <laughs> Uh, seven yeah seven seven's overkill literally absolute crazy absolutely crazy you know what i mean and of course i'm playing uh, i'm i'm trying to think on both sides of the spectrum because i understand you know th there's a lot of things that can that happen when things are heightened uh there's a lot of things that could be lost in in in, in translation in a way but you have four cops against one man and he's not armed he was just busy trying to stop an altercation between two women. It could have been anything. Could have just been neighbors hating each other. It could have been anything. And I know that we're only seeing from the moment that that guy hit record. We don't see anything else. This is the other reason why I was saying about the body cam stuff before. They don't have any body cam footage. Those cops do not have body cam. What? So we can't even get the full story at least in a POV type thing, because there is no body cam footage. So you got a lot of people that are looking at this video and this video only. So of course people are going to be angry. I saw it. I got angry. I'm like, what the heck is this? 
So, that's why I throw out the question to all you guys. What are your thoughts on this? And you got to look at it. You got to try to look at it on both sides in a way. Because I know, I know. Trust me, I know how it feels and the feelings that, it, that you have towards if you're, if you're anti-police, if you're somebody who's saying defund the police, I understand how you feel. I understand how you feel. But you got to look at it at both sides and break it down. And my number one question is, why wouldn't he comply? The shooting was absolutely 110% excessive. But he would still be breathing, not in a hospital in critical condition, if he just stayed where they told him to stay. Him getting up like that and walking around causes more problems. But then again, the cops could have approached him in a different way as well. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a terrible one. Jack? Can't hear you, buddy. There you go. Sorry, I was trying to find more information to see if there's any other viewpoints or other videos that have come out. Um, the, the family attorney, Ben Krupp, uh, he said, I have said all along that although we must offer empathy, equally important is our action. In the coming days, we will demand just that of elected officials in our state that who have failed to recognize the racism in our state and our country for far too long. We all watched a horrific video of Jacob Blake being shot in the back several times by Kenosha police. Even worse, his three sons witnessed their father collapse after being riddled with bullets. Their irresponsible, reckless, and inhumane actions nearly cost the life of a man who was simply trying to do the right thing by intervening in a domestic incident. It's a miracle he's still alive. We will seek justice for Jacob Blake and for his family as demand answers from the Kenosha Police Department. How many more of these tragic while black tragedies will be or will it take until the racial profiling and undervalue of black lives by the police finally stops uh, I mean the mayor is even saying yesterday in Wisconsin a police officer shot Jacob Blake and under a black man a father seven times in the back I'm deeply disturbed by the video capturing part of the incident I urge civil and criminal authorities pursue an immediate and thorough investigation of the shooting so I mean everybody wants answers um, mm -hmm. and now we just wait to see I mean, it's um, it's just a really. I mean, the the protesters have lit like the the courthouse is shut down today due to damage. Um, the they are they are burning uh, garbage trucks that have been that were trying to block off areas from protesters to be able to go. Yeah. They set garbage trucks on fire. Um, I mean, it's a it's full on protest uh, and, and even going into riots. And so that's um going to be, you know, another rough week there. I mean, that's going to be, I mean, how long uh, do you guys expect these protests to be lasting there? Do you think it'll be a few days? Oh, boy. Do you think boy. it's going to be one of those things that now this continues on and it's going to be going on for, like, for months until we get answers? Um, it's unknown. I, I'm going to say this. This is going to be going on for a while. I have a feeling this is going to go on for a good while. Uh Something like that, seeing something like that, that's going to be, that was bad. That was really, 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 really bad. It was a bad look for the cops. It's a bad look for the city. Um, and I have a feeling that this is going to, 
th- this just stoked the flames. I mean, literally, this is this literally was already something that people were already feeling some type of way. Now it's going to be something that's going to take. They're taking everything to like f- instead of a scale of one to ten, they took everything to a sixty right now. So it is terrible. The cops didn't need to shoot him that, that as many times as they did. And uh, my prayers go out to Jacob for sure. I hope he 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 is able to bounce back uh, to be a father and to, you know, live another day. Because if he, he does pass, if he does pass, this will be very, very bad news for the city for sure. It'll be very bad. Not only bad news for his children. And his and his girlfriend, but it will also be very bad news for Kenosha. Um, and right now, the riots still rage on. So my thoughts and prayers go to the city too. I hope they find a way to heal. You know. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. we're gonna go into a quick also, commercial. Like you said, since oh. there's no there's no body cam footage. No body cam footage. Real talk. None. No, I was just saying, and also uh, like you said, since there's no body cam footage. Like the really the only sides of the story we have are the officers and his. So, and the only way we can hear that is if he pulls through. So yeah, so I hope he yeah. pulls through for sure. So hopefully, he pulls through so we can hear both sides of the story. Absolutely, man. Okay, so we're gonna go into a quick commercial break. We're having some issues with internet right now. Um, the internet was doing good, and then it just suddenly just dropped out uh but we're gonna try to fix fix that and figure it out i might just start another stream here um for those of y'all who are still listening i'm gonna i might try to start another stream but i'm gonna check to see what's going on with the internet um so we will be right back this is the pascal show bye hey welcome welcome back guys uh sorry about the uh you know the internet is kind of crappy right now uh, or it's not anymore. It's back up and running. We're good to go, but I don't know what happens. So for those of y'all who are um, watching this show, um, you know, we're, we're back at it again. We are back. Um, so definitely comment down below. Let me know that you guys are back over here. Uh, yeah, the internet was just really, really crappy for a good minute there. There's a lot more we need to talk about, obviously. Um, and uh, but now the internet's back up and running and good. Like it's running just fine now. Now, now it wants to start working. But um, we are back. Uh, so anyway, thank you guys for, uh, thank you to everyone who is uh, jumping back on to this conversation and all that. We're gonna continue this conversation. Just the internet was really, really, really bad. Um, but to reiterate everything that we were just talking about just a second ago, um, if only we were able to find out like what really went down what the real truth is. These are the moments, like I said before, these are the moments when uh, body cam footage is very helpful. This is the moment when people are pulling out their phones and, and, and recording as well. I mean, as much as we sit here and say it's so annoying that we got people uh, putting their cameras or their phones in people's face, uh, you know, video recording everything, sometimes it's the most necessary thing. Because then you get to find out what really went down, what the truth is. Just like what we saw in regards to Masai, uh, you know, and, and his little run-in with that deputy sheriff. 
during the during the championship. I mean, it's you know, these are the moments when it the footage backfires, but in a good way. It backfires on the person that's sitting there lying, stretching the truth, trying to, you know, BS you, that kind of thing. Um, so I'm very, very thankful for that. I just wish that there was body cam footage on those cops. Then we could really know what's going on, what really, really went down. And uh, man, like I said before, all I can say is uh, thoughts and prayers go out to Jacob Blake and his family, for sure. And to the city of Kenosha. That's uh, terrible what's going on over there. And it's on fire. That city's on fire, literally, right now. But anyway, we got to jump into the other pieces of the stories that are going on elsewhere in the world. Some interesting news. Um, some people are saying, the, 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 I feel like it's great news, but there's a lot of people that feel a certain type of way in regards to this plasma treatments for COVID-19 patients. Jack, what's up with this, man? What's the story, bruh? So, yeah, over the weekend, uh, you know, partially I imagine it's primarily due to President Trump pushing for uh, an emergency authorization uh, yeah. for use of plasma to treat COVID-19. Uh, and it's convalescent plasma. Uh, so the FDA um, has announced an emergency authorization to, to use plasma in the treatment. Uh, and it says that, uh, saying that the known and potential benefits of the product outweigh the known and potential risks of the product. Hmm. Uh, so you know, a lot of people are kind of really iffy about it, uh, but they said that more than 70,000 patients have been treated with convalescent plasma, uh, which is made from using the blood of people who have recovered from coronavirus infections. Uh, so they said, President Trump said, today I am pleased to make a truly historic announcement in our battle against the China virus that will save countless lives. Uh, today's action will dramatically increase access to the treatment. Uh, last week, Trump had uh, accused health officials uh, of playing politics. Uh, mm -hmm. regarding uh, an EUA, uh, which is, I guess, emergency use of authorization for convalescent plasma. And um, Trump said, the, you know, when the FDA had not granted it, Trump said it wasn't, or it was political. And so now that it's happened, I guess now it's about the science part of it. Um, yeah. Uh, FDA, I guess, has no obligation to consult anyone outside the agency about its decision. So it's not like they had to go through some other type of process uh, or approval from another, you know, side of the government to be able to say something's allowed or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know. It's uh, I, it. It must come from donors that have had that have recovered from the coronavirus. Uh, some trials are underway, uh, but you know. Uh, so the data we gathered suggests that patients who were treated early in their d disease course within three days of being diagnosed mm -hmm. with plasma containing high levels of antibodies benefited from the, uh, the most from treatment. We saw about a 35% better survival in the patients who benefit most from the treatment. Uh, we dream of drug, a drug development of something like a 35% mortality reduction. This is a major advance in the treatment of patients, a major advance. Mm. I don't know. I mean, uh, if they, I know that they use plasma and stuff like that for treatments of other diseases. Um, and usually it's basically like going and getting that flu shot. You know, you got a little, you got your antibodies from the, from the drug and uh, to fight off the infections. And if it, if it helps people recover quicker, 
You know, it, it yeah. sounds like, you know, this would be a good route to go down. And now the funny uh, thing is, is that they keep saying, you know, Trump's saying historic. He's throwing out these big words. But from my understanding, there's a lot of other scientists that are, of course, behind this whole thing. They're saying this is there's they're trying not to say those kind of words. What they're ba- what they really want to say is that they're trying to say it is a hopeful alternative for treatment and that they are obviously they're excited about how good it's doing. But they're like, oh, we 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 we're, we're 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 really like tiptoeing around the word historical. Um, mm-hmm. But we do believe in this procedure. We do believe in this treatment, and this could be this could be a huge sign of hope for everyone. Now, of course, there's a lot of people out there that are going, "Oh well, why is Trump, you know, saying these things as much as he can? Why?" There's a lot of people who speculate that he is saying this so that he can look good in regards to his polls. You know, we're getting closer and closer and closer. <laughs> it feels like 15 years till. We get to the election day, but at the same time, uh, I, people are saying that he is using this for his own advantage uh, so that he can look good uh, and, and get better results on his polls so that his uh, so he'll, so election would be a little bit better for him. What are your thoughts on that, Jack? I mean, the FDA says that you know everything that they do is based on data. Um, yeah. Trump is saying that you know the reason they slow things down and haven't pushed things forward quicker for for other you know treatments and things like that is because of politics right so it sounds like the person that's making it about politics is trump uh and you know but again this is a a president that has not had the i don't know full support behind uh, science <laughs> so at least that's what it, it seems like in general. Oh, that's uh, true. Yeah. So, you know, then they say they're only doing everything on scientific data. It's a lot. It's very easy to say that someone's not doing something if it goes against what you want them to do. And then you say, oh, it's politics. They're just not doing it because they don't like me. Um, but, you know, we've seen the FDA is, you know, kind of as Trump has announced different things about um, different options of treatments. I mean, the FDA seems to be right behind him and making changes and putting things out there as he talks about them. Yeah. So I, I don't know if they're, I don't know. I don't know if it's really pol- a political thing. I mean, like everyone just wants a cure uh, at some point in time. Like, I don't care who is currently in the space of being president. You know, if they find something that is going to help people survive more and mm-hmm. also possibly get better quicker, then I'm all for it. You know, and and whether it's political or scientific, obviously I want the science behind it to be there to support the actual data. And, you know, everything we're doing right now, it seems, you know, to be a, you know, just run and gun type of situation. Like, oh, maybe this will work. Oh, maybe this one will work. Right. You throw enough stuff against the wall, something's going to stick. stick. So, you know. But, you know, some people along the way are going to have allergic reactions. Other people could get seriously ill from, uh, from you know, different types of treatments. Right. Um, I don't know if people ever have bad reactions to plasma donations. Um, and I know that people are out there will go donate, you know, plasma. But I know that the Red Cross and things like that, they were, at the beginning of the year, were asking for blood donations, you know, because they were, they were way down. Right. Because uh, people weren't going out. And they weren't going to see doctors. They weren't going and doing 
their normal, you know, activities. Yeah. But I think over the years, it's already been a de- decline in, in people that donate. Um, and that's just blood donations. This is plasma. So with plasma, you can actually go up to those centers. You can get paid money to right. donate your plasma. And you go in there, you sit there, they take it, they swirl it around in their machines, take the plasma out, put your blood back in. So it, maybe this is a little bit more I don't know, doable for some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just don't know if like one version of COVID can be treated with a different version of COVID plasma treatments or if you know I, i'm not sure how the you know how that whole system works within the body right uh, but you know anything you know any way we can tackle this you know i'm all for it um i yeah. want to see i want to see something work that can help everyone get back to normal yeah i mean here it is i mean like anything by any means necessary if we can find a way to get people better not have everybody dying all the time um, you know, not all the time, but, you know, having casualties from this this terrible virus, then I'm all for it. Um, and if it's working and from my understanding, it does work. There have been people who have been given um, the treatment, the plasma treatment, and it has been they came out with great results, like within 30 hours. Uh, you know, a little over 24 hours, people were starting to feel like they could breathe, you know, that kind of thing. So if that's a, if that is what it is, if that's the case, that is a wonderful thing. And I'm so happy for it. doesn't matter who the president is that is saying, Hey, we have this groundbreaking information and we're about to do this thing for people who have the COVID doesn't stop people from having COVID, but at least helps people from getting from dying from it or be able to help them bounce back from the covid so that's huge things and the thing is is that and i've seen i'm seeing in the comments of course you know um if you have had the covid and you have not gone out and given like donated your plasma please do please do you know uh there are a lot of people out here that are really really sick that really need your help by you donating your plasma could save a lot of people so definitely, if you can, I say do it. You know, if you if you've had covid, most definitely go donate, donate, donate. This could be something this could be something that could hold us over until we actually have a powerful and effective. Vaccine. Because right now, people, you know, we got we got things like. CEO of 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 my pillow trying to promote oleandrin and that's only been tested on a thousand people as he says a thousand people against millions and millions of a population in a country or billions in the world that's not enough that's not enough stats for me personally so if we can use this to hold us over for a little bit so that we have an actual effective vaccine come on with it and i like i said you could be the worst president in the world or you could be the best president of the world you still give me this information i'm going to be a happy man it's still happy news but that still doesn't change my opinion on who i'm voting for come 2020 in my personal opinion or come this this election period that's just what i think jack what do you think yeah i mean i don't i mean I want the administration to always be looking for improvements to the, to society. Right. So 
but the policies that the current administration has don't match up with both of our general, you know, ideas about policy. So uh, just because someone improves in one spot doesn't mean that that changes yeah. their whole persona. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I, I want you know to, to see what happens. I mean, hopefully they can you know figure this out. I know the stocks for these companies that. Uh, do these plasma treatments are going to yeah. go, you know, skyrocketing, or a few of them are going to be uh, really up there. And and I, you know, am always kind of following the money. You know, where where else? You know, what what else? What line of other things can be done to to treat people? Right? And you have plasma treatments. There's going to be a vaccine. Yeah. Uh, creation or whatever at some point in time. Uh, other than that, it's you know material goods like the masks and things like that for preventative measures. Um, but, you know, in, in the treatment and cure of disease, I mean, there's either you develop a, a vaccine yeah. or you create things that help people get better sooner. Right. So and as of right now, it seems like we have a plethora of things that we're working on to help people get better sooner. And if the death rate and mortality rate from it drops due to this stuff, then that's great. You know, um, again, we still don't know all, all the long term effects that this is going to have. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some people that get really sick and then have the extreme lung issues. If they went on ventilators, uh, you know, things are being caused for a, a lifelong uh, issues. We don't know if this is something that you get once and then, you know, in six years, all of a sudden it pops back up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to stay dormant in your system. There's some people that are, are have been sick for, for you know months and then other people got got well and then they got sick again and they don't know if it right. left their system and they got reinfected or if it's something that just stayed dormant and then got reactivated. So, you know, we're still in that, like, trial and error stage, unfortunately. And yeah. But I'd rather see, you know, them coming up with ideas like this than, than not. And I'd, I'd rather see everything being tried out and if there's people that are willing to do the treatment to test it out for the public then you know that's amazing and i thank those people you know for putting their lives you know out there obviously they're already facing coronavirus uh, if they're going out and getting and trying out this treatment and yeah. I feel bad for the people that if everything else works with these plasma donations and then you have the other people that are sitting there that get, are getting this placebo and if any of them go, get more sick because they didn't get the actual plasma, you know, they're, you know, that's, a, I guess, the risk that they're taking, too. Yeah. And and what what's what's scary is, like, you know, we need to, um, I mean, I guess we're just going to have to sit back and wait and see. I mean, at the end of it all, uh, and just see what is effective, what what really really works, and what really keeps this uh, virus at bay. And then, like like you said, I mean, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of questions that have not been answered yet. That obviously, as they have, we have been seeing every single, almost every single day, there's always some sort of new piece of information that pops up in regards to oh, you know the there's a new strain or there's uh, here are some traits, you know, Oh no, those aren't the traits. Here are some other, you know, tell signs of, of having COVID, you know, but like I said, as we've already talked about several times before on the show is that, you know, this is a, a, a virus that we will always, we will continue to learn more about as time goes on. Um, and you're right. It could be a dormant thing. It could be a, a virus that stays dormant in your system. Then suddenly just flares up again. You know what I'm saying? Like, anything's possible we don't know everything yet because 
we haven't even finished a year dealing with this stuff, dealing with this particular virus. It's brand new. So all we can do is sit back and wait and see what actually goes down. You never know. Flu season could come around and people who have have had the co- have had covid could get sick again. But instead of it being the flu, it could just be a flare-up of, of COVID that you've already had in your system again. I mean, it, it, like I said, the, the possibilities are endless up in this piece. And um, all I can say is, like, I just hope that this plasma is a step towards positive, is a step towards a better, a, a better result for all of us. Because we all want something good at the end of it. You know, at the end of it, we all want results that aren't going to leave our our fatality rates rising um, and obviously emptying those hospitals and of course getting ourselves to go back to work and go back to school and just go back to some semblance of norm normalcy um, so we're just gonna have to wait and see what really goes down with that um, fingers crossed for sure um, you know the uh, RNC uh, convention um, is happening tonight starts tonight it's going to be very interesting uh, you know I'll be checking it out obviously uh, I watched the DNC so I'm interested to see what the RNC has to has to offer obviously they've been what they watched DNC the the convention for the Democratic National Convention so I'm interested I'm interested to see what they do if they're doing the exact same thing or if they're going to like turn it up a notch try to do bigger and better and of course i want to see what their ongoing theme is going to be if it's right. going to be them talking about positive things and how the, the america has done really really great for the past four years like in their of course in their biased opinion or if they're just going to bash which is a possibility too, you know. I'm just throwing it up there. There's good, po- there's possibilities that they could do both at the same time. You never know. But I'm interested to see who's going to be out there speaking on behalf of of uh, of uh, the president and uh, on behalf of the RNC. But also, I want to say this too, and I said it live on the show a couple days before last week um, during the night show, and I got weak. So the McCluskeys. St. Louis's, mm-hmm. Louis's own McCluskey's will be speaking uh, on behalf of the RNC. And I got so weak. Do you understand how amazing? weak I got? Oh, my God. Of course, it, of course that's going to happen. Of course. Of course. But then you got to wonder what kind of message is that getting? Is, is that sending? What kind of message is that sending? Just a little bit. But we already know how Trump feels about BLM any of the stuff that's going on in the streets we already know how he feels about that but i think it's a very interesting move for him to bring those bring those those two up to speak right. on behalf of him and and of course his roster is very interesting as well but i see no candace owens i wonder why hmm. and she's obviously very very much a pro trump you know, she's a very much a, uh, an advocate for Trump. She would love to see him win this year, you know, get a, a second term. But uh, it looks like she is not speaking. The roster is very 
white. I'm sorry to say it, but I'm going to say it. There's only one speaker, if I'm correct, um, that is black. Tonight's speaker, Senator Tim Scott. Yeah, thank you, Tim Scott. I was trying to pull up the uh, RNC speakers real quick because they have a nice little... Yeah, I saw one of the people that was on the list I thought was interesting was Vernon Jones, a Democratic state representative from Georgia. So I guess maybe he's leaning towards not being done. Well, you know, you also got to remember, you know, they they showed some Republicans in regards to, you know, in support of Biden during Mm -hmm. the DNC. Um, So I'm sure that they're going to be pulling some Democrats, I'm sure, that are sitting here going, well, no, we're, we're over here with Trump. I mean, of course, they're going to do that. Of course, that's that's just kind of I feel like when you see the first pancake, if you will, which is the DNC, that was basically the first pancake, you know, first attempt at trying to do a virtual convention. And I thought it went well. It went well. You know, regardless, it seemed like, uh, you know, there was a lot of hiccups and there was a lot of like, you know, WTF moments for sure. But as far as like them getting it done, it got done. You know, um, and the RNC is going to do the same thing. But I, I'm not sitting here going to tell say that they weren't for, you know, that they didn't take their eyes off the DNC. They watched every single thing. I'm sure they were going, what can we do better? They just did it. It's the first pancake. And it, and it was it was good, you know, for the most part. But I wonder what could we do to make it better for us? OK, they made this mistake. Let's make sure we don't do that mistake. You see what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's like somebody going through an obstacle course before you go. You watch them make the mistakes and you're like, okay, maybe I tried this strategy before. You know what I'm saying? And then maybe you get through the obstacle course. It's kind of like that, you know? Oh, so that's how you do it. Okay. And then you do it. I'm not sitting here saying like, I'm not trying to throw any shade. Not. I'm just saying just to keep it straight funky. It's going to be a very interesting one to see, you know, and, and see who's speaking. Like I'm looking at this. Hold on. It looks like they got, okay, his, some of his kids. Wow, a lot of his kids, actually. I take that back. He got a lot of them kids going. <laughs> wow. Um, let's see. The kids. Sorry, I had it, and it just disappeared on me. Damn, I hate when that happens, man. So. Obviously, Pence, Nikki Haley, McCarthy, Ernst, Tim Scott, Melania, Ivanka, Donald Trump Jr., Eric uh, Eric Trump, (laughs) Eric Jump, Eric Trump, Uh. Tiffany Trump. Like, so, yeah, like a lot of his kids. And then, of course, you know, you got like the McCluskey speaking. And, of course, I'm sure there's going to be some celebrities speaking as well. So it's going to be a very interesting layout for sure. It's going to be, like I said, I want to see it just to see what's going on. Like I watched the DNC just to see what was going on. And there are definitely some left turns in there. uh, And I'm wondering if there's going to be any left turns like that. I really, I highly, highly doubt it. Because, you, you know, it's Trump that we're talking about. I'm sure he's going to have his his uh, his, you know, his uh, his own two cents on how it should be run. Ooh, don't uh, hopefully that wasn't on your computer, bro. Nope. Good. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's going to be interesting. It's going to be very, very interesting. 
you know, maybe they maybe they're going to be like, ah, you know, the DNC was really boring. Maybe we just zhuzh it up. Maybe we just give it some more energy. You know what I mean? I don't know. Kid Rock will probably be playing. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because he's he's you know, he's a he's a Trump supporter, Trump supporter for sure. So it'll, it'll, like I said, it'll be interesting to see who who they got lined up. What do you think, Jack? Yeah, I mean, it sounds like he wants to put on a show. Um, and I think he said that a few weeks back is saying that like he plans on having it be more um, I can, he was wanting more things in person and wanting to have more crowds and things like that. So, you know, that's his persona. Though. He likes to have a, a big event. Um, and I think each night's going to be a big event. And I'll watch, you know, the highlights and things from it and see yeah. what comes from it. I imagine there's going to be the normal back and forth and, um, I don't know. It's just, I mean, the, the list is pretty standard, I think. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, I can't say anything too much about it until it all happens. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I didn't know, but, but for me, I just still don't understand why um, Candace is not speaking. I think that's very, very interesting. I don't, I don't know why she's not. Yeah, and there's a lot a of people, Twitter, speaker. Twitter, Twitter was ablaze about it. Twitter went ablaze on it and was like, yo, she's not on here. And they were laughing and thinking like, you know, who's laughing now type stuff and, and all that. But it is very weird to me that she's not speaking. It's very weird. Uh, Mr. T12 just said she did her job to be a puppet and attack your own people and feed the narrative of stop being a victim and get off the d- democratic plantation. Oh, you know why? You know why Candace Owens isn't? Why? Because uh, she dropped her book earlier this month, so she's probably out doing a book tour. That doesn't mean a damn thing. It's all virtual. <laughs> she could just sit there, put, plop up an a, a iPhone and go, hi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I endorse. You see what I'm saying? I 50th endorse or whatever, you know. I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. But I don't know. I, I don't, um, I, you know, I, I, I get that people are also saying like, oh, you know, all the, oh, get off the, the plantation and all that. And I, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, I don't know. It's, it, to me, it's just annoying rhetoric. That's just my personal opinion. You know what I'm saying? Just like when people say that, it's their personal opinion. So I'll just leave it at that. You know what I mean? Um, I just, but I do find it very interesting that she's not speaking. Maybe they're they're worried about it being something like maybe because the black community, there's a portion of the black community that has a certain that feels some type of way about Candace Owens. So maybe that's what it is. Um, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. You know, I don't really, I don't really know much about, um, I don't know a whole lot about Tim Scott, to be honest, but he seems, it seems like he's the only one so far as being a, as one of the key speakers, you know what I'm saying? There's going to be a smattering of different people going in and talking, of course. So I'm sure it's going to be every, everybody in their mama going up there and speaking, um, and of all types of races, you know, and, and that are supporters of, uh, Trump. Uh, but at the same time, it's just very interesting that there's only one key speaker so far. 
Um, so, yeah. But there you go. You know what I mean? It'll be very, very, uh, it'll be very, very, <laughs> it'll be a very interesting one, and it starts tonight. So that would be uh, very, very interesting. You know, so, um, well, we, we got a little bit of time to talk about this, I guess. Uh, we most definitely need to talk about Conway, uh, Conway, Kellyanne Kelly, Kelly. Kelly Conway and her stepping down from her position as um, one of the key advisors for the president. Uh, last night, she put up a tweet basically saying that she is stepping down from her position, um, that she was proud of uh, working uh, for the, the president and for the country. It was heavy. Um, but it was uh, honor, honorable. Like she was honored, but it was a heavy uh, job. But she has to step uh-huh. down in regards to her kids um, and in regards to one of her children. Um, Claudia Conway uh-huh. is uh, stirring quite a pot right now. Uh, she has recently said that she is in the midst of trying to get emancipated from her parents right now. You know, she's trying to divorce her parents right now uh, with accusations of physical and verbal abuse from both parents. It's very interesting, Jack. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting. Uh, I mean, imagine sitting in a household with two prominent political figures, one that is working directly for the president, yeah. And another one that is, is Republican, yeah, but hates hates Trump, hates the president. Imagine living in a in a household like that. You know what I mean? You got somebody There's who not- works closely with Trump, and another one that that is part of the Lincoln Project that is working trying to get him, trying to destroy him during the during this election so that he doesn't win a second term. But he also stepped down just recently as well. So. Interesting. You were saying, Jack. I'm sorry. It's just uh, so, I, it's so weird to me, man. Yeah, she, she goes, uh, I'll be transitioning away from the White House uh, at the end of the, this month. Uh, George is also making changes. We disagree about plenty, but we're united on what matters the most, the kids. Our four children are teens and tweens starting a new academic year in middle school and high school remotely from home at least for a few months. As millions of parents nationwide know, kids doing school from home requires a level of attention and vigilance that is as unusual as these times. Uh, she, uh, she put out another thing and said, uh, there's going to be less drama and more mama. Uh, and so, um, it, well, yeah. Okay. But. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, let, me, let me just say this, all right? Um, you know, thank you for serving our country. Um, but at the same time, this is a cover up. That's it. Sorry. She's sitting here going, oh, I'm bowing out because of, I got to take care of my kids. Clearly makes sense. You got a, a daughter that is accusing you and your husband of abuse, physical and verbal abuse. So now you're going, I got to be, I got to be a mom right now because my kids are home 
at school for school. They're virtual learning. So I, I, I gotta, I gotta step down for my mm-hmm. kids. That doesn't make for me. That's a, that is a very, very terrible excuse when all this other stuff is yeah. unfolding and people are sitting here hearing these stories from her own mouth saying that you abuse her. Mm-hmm. And now she's trying to get emancipated starting in October. That's she's taken the procedure to get. She turned 16, as she said, in October, and she is ready to step away from her parents. She wants to be emancipated because of these allegations. And you're telling me you're going to step down as one right. of the key advisors because of. Of homeschool, of homeschool, <laughs> because, of, home. because of because of virtual learning. But then your yeah. husband's doing the same thing? What? That doesn't make any sense. Something's not right. Something ain't, something ain't right, personally. A lot of bad stuff going on in the house, I think. It's got to be. It's got to be. Or they think that maybe by them coming together as a united front and being the best parents that they can be at this at, for a minute, maybe they're thinking that she'll change her mind about emancipation and maybe it'll stop her from telling these, these stories or telling her truth, whether it's true or not. This is what she's telling everybody right now. Shoot. I forgot. I got the video right here. <laughs> I got a video right here. So we're talking also, about it. Go ahead. Do you know how Claudia found out that both of them are quitting? Uh, via not, Twitter. Not from them, but from Twitter. Yep. She found out. So they didn't talk Twitter. with their kids about it. They just went public on, on Twitter about it. Unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Hold on one second. I'm pulling this up. Crazy. Found out from Twitter. Like, and, and, and it's like, how tight are you guys for crying out loud? How tight are you with your, your own parents? that you find out via Twitter, not just from their own mouth. Like, honey, kids, let's have a meeting. Here's, here's what's going on. I'm just going to tell you what's going down. No. She finds this stuff out from Twitter? Very interesting. But here it is. She went live on TikTok, if I'm, if I'm correct. She went live on TikTok and said all this stuff. Here we go. 20 minutes ago. Um, you all probably found, um, out, you know, earlier than me, sooner than me, but, um, Mm -hmm. I just like, here's the thing. Here's what I just said to my parents. Um, I know why they did it. Um, because I did it. There's no coincidence as to why they did it. You know, I tweeted yesterday about my emancipation and then today they come out with this news that I had no idea of that was never talked about. Um, my dad is very passionate about the Lincoln project. Um, and my mom is very passionate about her work in the White House. So um, it's just like, for me, it doesn't make any sense, but I understand and I see that there's a coincidence. Um, and they obviously did it to try to stop me from emancipating myself because I think that it would completely ruin their lives and like rock their worlds if I were to emancipate myself, which I still am. I still am pushing forward. Um, I still am going to keep fighting. Like, I'm not. I deserve justice, like, my whole life I was physically and verbally abused, and that's not okay, and I am going to fight for justice. Um, mm. while now, 
the thing is, is obviously it's a, it's a long live video that she talks about this. Uh, you know, it goes on and on where she's telling about the uh, accusations and everything like that. And, and like I said, I mean, we only know as much as we know. Um, and the thing is, is it just doesn't make any sense that one moment she is. Kellyanne Conway is working with the president closely with the president. And then suddenly she ain't no mo. And that doesn't make any sense to me, to be really honest. And, yep. I, and here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. Here, here's my only thing. We don't know. I don't know who Claudia Conway is, and nor did I ever think that I would ever speak about, Kel, uh, about Kellyanne Conway and about Claudia. But let me just say this. She's 15 years old. You don't think that she could be stretching the truth a little bit, just talking ish, so, because she's upset, she might be angry, she might be going through her rebel phase. There's so many different things that you can throw into this mess too. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, I, I should uh, that that I, I don't take somebody that 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 is saying that they've been abused not seriously. I do take it seriously, but I also see that it just doesn't make any sense. That one moment it's this, the next minute it's this. The other thing is, is she goes to her Insta, her Instagram or her Twitter or, or her TikTok to, to put up all this stuff. To feed to her viewers, to feed to all that. I mean, you know, just just think about it for a second. You know. When when you're when you're a kid and you're in a rebellious phase and you're going through some stuff and, you know, you, what do you do? A lot of times you go against your parents. You go against what your parents usually usually do. But then it's gone to a whole new height of I want to get emancipated. That's wild. That's wild. That's wild. That says a lot, though. So, you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate for two seconds there. You know, you just never know. That could hurt be her just trying to be a rebel. Her own version of being a rebel. You know what I mean? And I know that she has her own feelings about uh, about Trump and about her mom working for Trump. I mean, that's apparently what they've been seeing on, on TikTok and whatnot. But at the same time, she's still 15 years old and she's using this platform that has, you know, that she's grown because she's been going against her mom. Could she be feeding that, you know, feeding the flames to get more eyeballs? Sorry for doing saying that, but what are the chances? Devil's advocate here. What do you think, Jack? Hmm. Like use it to go viral and so you can gain followers. And I guess she's going to need a source of income if she gets emancipated, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. She's 15. Um, I I don't think I can put myself in the shoes of a 15-year-old today. Uh, When we were 15, the entire world was different. True. Um, I think that people are growing up and put a lot more responsibility onto them at a younger age. Uh, But if she's sitting in a household that has... um, you know, opposing views politically from her and, you know, societal views are probably different as well. Yeah. Yeah, It's got to be hard. Um, The fact that she she says she was physically abused is 
um, you know, mentally or verbally abuse. Like, I imagine if you're a liberal agnostic, as she calls herself, in a household with, you know, a staunch Republican values and, you know, different leaning than you. Yeah. That's, you know, I could see that being like a mental abuse. But the fact that there's a... Um, an actual physical abuse, that's, I, you know, I wonder from whom, from the father, from the mother. Yeah. Like, and what type, like, uh-huh. you know, and how long has it been going on? You know, then it sounds like she needs involvement from, you know, social services as opposed to, you know, just leaving. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it's a, I mean, I don't know. Is there an age at which people can get emancipated? I think um, I, I think there is a specific age. I don't know. I think there is a specific age. I think she, because she said, I am trying to do this because my, you know, I'm, but I'm going to do this when I turn 16. Uh, she's like, I'm waiting until October because that's my 16th birthday. I'm going to do it then. So I don't know if there's a specific age. Maybe it is 16 is the 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 cutoff age or the starting age where you can be emancipated but i don't know i've i've heard stories about kids younger kids um emancipating themselves so that might be it too um now the i'm just gonna say this the internet has now gone to crap again Yeah, 16 okay the 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 uh the internet has gone to crap again guys i am sorry uh, we're gonna keep trudging through. We gotta we gotta wrap this show up anyway. But here's some interesting breaking news. Maybe you can you can Google this really quick, Jack. I just saw this from Allison. Where mm-hmm. did it go? Where did it go? Kim Jong Un is in a coma. Yeah. What? I saw notes about that over the weekend. That's um, that's brand new news and to saying me. Saying his sister is supposedly gonna take control. Uh. But there's like pictures of him uh, on Thursday, at a group thing. But I don't know if he just all of a sudden fell into a coma from something else, um, or if that's a twin, but or look alike. Yeah, or stand-in or whatever. I'm just saying, how could you have? So he went into a coma over this weekend, but then earlier that week he was walking around fine. Like that doesn't seem that seems a little weird to me. That seems a little weird. I don't know. All the people on Twitter are like, um, how many times has Kim Jong-un died this year? (laughs) Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, Nothing that we can get from North Korea. I don't believe any news that comes out of it or don't know what to believe. Um, And, like, even when South Korea is the one that's providing information on it, like, I... But I guess if his sister takes control, um, she seems to be more ready to be in a uh, military, like, takedowns. Remember she, like, when the first time that he was said to be in a coma, um, you know, they blew up the consulate in between the two in the, in the demilitarized zone or whatever. Yeah. So... You know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens if she actually does take control um, and if she is hell-bent on, you know, uh, showing the power to the world and uh, taking down America and everybody else that they don't get along with. Yeah. It's, um, that's interesting. 
I, I, it's it, so weird to be running just fine, and then, and then all of a sudden, boom, coma. This seems weird. I, I think I, I don't know. I, I mean, of course, I'm not trying to, you know, spread some conspiracy theories and whatnot, but that is very interesting news uh, for him to be there. And then all of a sudden now he's in a coma. What if he was always in a coma? What if he's always been in a coma? You know what I'm saying? Which is a very good possibility, you know? Um, and Ducky Momo said, will the military let her, though? With the, with the Korean military, I believe that being a... Um, a dictator uh, that if they don't then she kills them right I think that's what's happened in the past <laughs> yeah uh, so uh, if she were to take power like it's what she says goes uh, and they've already you know enacted on one of her like her things that they like to do so mm-hmm. I mean I don't I don't know but uh, supposedly I mean uh, New York Post is putting out that uh, he's been in a coma for months, and all of his recent public appearances were faked. Bang. Uh, and that's from a South Korean official. Um, my, my thoughts exactly. This has got to be faked. You can have stand-ins all day long. You know what I'm saying? That's a stand-in. He's been in, coma, he's been in a coma for a while. Everyone's trying, like, let's not fake the funk, y'all. Suddenly, now he's in a coma? Now? Now? Bruh, come on. Nah, that's, that's some lies. That is some straight-up lies. For sure. You know what I mean? That's just yeah. what I think, you know? Yeah. They said he's been in a coma for, you know, their ideas. That he's been in a vegetative state since the botch heart operation that happened. Um, and then all the previous things that have been put out there were previously recorded or yeah. have been doctored to, to show updated dates and things like that. Uh, and, and basically, while that's all happening, that it's been leading up to getting the younger sister, Kim Yo-jung, uh, into the position and, and, you know, getting it ready. Uh, and now they slowly have been bringing her into the spotlight uh, because they can only maintain the vacuum of what's going on for so long. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I, you know, again, it's 2020. Let's, <laughs> let's yeah. see what other crazy stuff can happen. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we, we will most definitely see what's going to go down um, here. Uh, you know, the things are going to be, we don't know what's going on in that in that country. And that's the, that's one of the things that's just very frustrating um, and scary at the same time. Um, but uh, I guess we're going to see as things develop. I, I don't I, I'll tell you this. I don't think he's just in a coma. I think he's dead. I don't think he's here. I think it's just one big lie. You know what I mean? I think it's one big lie. They're just trying to soften the blow as much as they can so now he's in a coma now he's in a coma and then give it a couple more weeks or give it a month or so and they're going to say that he's dead clearly that's what I think Mm. it's way too suspect and then all these sightings and stuff like that doesn't make any sense he ain't Tupac He he ain't Elvis you know what I'm saying Uh, Nation says, sounds sort of like what the left is doing with RGB. RGB. Ruth uh, Ginsburg. Right? I mean, RBG. He says RGB. 
Type type uh, enemy nation. Type out RGB. Because I don't know what he's talking about. I think that. he means Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, okay. I was like, what? Hmm. But not sure. Yeah. Ah, well. Woo. Anyway. Um, shoot. You know, there's there's a few things that we could talk about or we were going to talk about it. But unfortunately, we got to wrap it up now. Um, but we I tried to extend a little bit longer because of the the Internet issue and all that. I mean, that the Internet, internet just dropped so terribly and then it dropped again just a second ago. But I appreciate everybody, you know, sticking around, being a part of the conversation and everything. Um, yeah, the uh, there is this so there are so many. Um, so many interesting things that have happened over this weekend, um, you know, some positive news, but then there's been a lot of crazy news. Um, <laughs> Would have been Kobe's birthday, right? Uh, yesterday was Kobe's birthday, if I'm correct. Yeah. I think it was yesterday. You got Dave Chappelle's birthday today. All right. Come on now. Genius. Another genius. Another one. You know what I mean? So, um, so, yeah, it's been a, you know, like, like I said, it's just been a wild week, a wild weekend, a lot of crazy stuff going on. They're saying something about a, a asteroid that's going to be passing by the Earth, like right around the time of the elections. <laughs> we got two, we got two hurricanes blazing towards America's American soil right now as we speak. We got fires going on in, in the left coast. Uh, we got all kinds of stuff going on. It's just, it's insane. It's really, really insane. All I can say is that I hope, uh, you know, this week is just a safe and positive weekend or positive week. I'm sorry, with nothing but just maybe some good news and, and, and see what's going on with this RNC, you know, just some interesting stuff. And that's it. That's all we need, man. That's all we need, man. You know? But um, we're going to wrap, uh, wrap up the show today. I uh, apologize for the uh, little bit of issues with the Internet. It just is what it is. Um, uh, but, you know, we'll be back on tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. I will be on tonight at 7, um, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be sure to tune in. Uh, I, I will most likely because I know that some people were sitting there going, hey, you should put open up the phone lines and everything. I will have the phone lines open tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, I know that a lot of people are going to want to watch the RNC and uh, watch that convention and everything. So uh, I'm going to try to keep the show high and tight. Um, so, yes. So be on the lookout for that. If you haven't done it yet, hit that like button down below if you enjoyed the conversation and the show today. Um, and if this is your first time checking out the show, please hit that subscribe button. That would really, really mean a lot. But anyway, we got to get going. I appreciate everybody who came on, and thank you so much for the comments and all that. Jack, thank you so much for being on, bro. Yeah, man. Good to see you today. Uh, I like our, our, our blue tone yeah. for Monday. Blue tone. Uh, I imagine tomorrow we'll be in maybe some orange, or uh, you going for another lighter uh, pastel type of color? Uh, well, you, you never, know. never know. You just never <laughs> know. It's whatever I feel like. You know what I'm saying? 
whatever I feel like. But anyway, uh, be, the, be sure to look up. Um, I will be having a pop-up video here in a little bit, so look at, be on the lookout for that. And uh, yeah, guys, I'll be talking to you guys very soon. Nikki, oh, have a great day, Nikki. Uh, Malia, have a great night. Uh, Enemy Nation, thank you so much. You said, good show, Pascal, Jack. Your hair grows back uh, too fast, LOL. Yeah, your hair is growing pretty well, damn fast. Tough. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's growing fast, man. Shoot. It, it just, But it grows back. But it just grows back uh, further and further back. So there's less of it to grow. Uh, so I think it just, like, all, you know, just you know, pushes those areas out a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it's nice so, to it's nice that we all thank get, you for noticing. It, it's nice that we we all get to like watch your your hair grow. You know what I mean? As uh, as the show goes on, it's going to be hilarious. Um, but anyway, it's time to get going. Thank you guys all for being on. Uh, I will be on again, like I said, at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. So be on the lookout for that. All right. Gecko, very nice to see you on the show. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in. All right, guys. Uh, June 12th, of course, Enemy Nation, soldier, you know, James, my soldier. Have a good one, guys. I'll see you guys this evening. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. And I will see you guys tonight at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. This is the Pascal Show. Bye.